Welcome to the True Face Podcast, where we have conversations about what we can learn from what's going on in our lives. My name is Robbie Engel, and I'll be your guide as we learn how to increase trust and experience grace. Most of us get stuck in our relationship with God and others, and we end up wondering, is this really all there is to it? At TrueFace, we develop grace-based relational discipleship resources, equipping you to experience the depth of relationships with God and others that you long for, equipping a growing group of men and women with a toolbox of teaching and experiences to help you become more fully known, fully loved, and fully alive. Welcome to a new year, and as, as a tribe, I'm just so thankful as I reflect back on last year, which I shared about in, the, in a couple podcasts ago, and as we head into this year, it's been an amazing start to the year so far. And oh, I, it, it's been such a good beginning of the year that the past few days I've been thinking about gratitude, and so I jotted down some stuff that I've been thinking about to share with y'all. And it's this thinking about gratitude. um, I've been, I've been going into scripture to figure out what it says. And I've been thinking about Colossians 2, 7, that we're to overflow with thankfulness. I read Galatians 5, 22, the, about the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit is joy. Philippians 4, 4 through 7 says that we should rejoice in the Lord always. And 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says that we should rejoice always. We should be praying continually, giving thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Y'all, I am so blessed. I have a beautiful wife who I adore. I have eight healthy kids. I have a job that I love that does not feel like a job. It's such a a humble, um, humbling, amazing blessing to be able to do what I do during the day. I'm healthy. I'm obviously uncommonly attractive. And I even have some uh, discretionary income. When I look at my life across the board, I am so blessed. And more than any of those things, I've got access to the source of all of my longings, the God of love who has redeemed me, made me right with him. He's given me a new heart with the spirit of God that's God of love within me, full access. So with all these blessings, why aren't I living this First Thessalonians experience of rejoicing always and giving thanks in all circumstances. I, this should be easy for me. I should be overflowing with thankfulness. But it seems like little things will easily derail my gratitude, my joy, my thankfulness, or my rejoicing. I have moments when I, I think about his abundant blessings, and they seem to be overflowing and overwhelming which then makes the moments of ingratitude seem even more stupid, even more foolish, even more silly that I'm, I'm so quickly not grateful and thankful when I'm so blessed. So I've been thinking about what, what's off, what, what's missing, and I've got three thoughts. First of all, gra- I think gratitude 
is more of a practice than a response. For most of my, my life, I've thought about it as just a response of all the things I just mentioned. And, and, and don't get me wrong, gratitude is often a natural response. But more often in my life, it feels like a practice that then leads to a more of a natural response. Because practices take discipline, reps, to work that muscle. And just like in the beginning of this year, so far for me, a couple weeks in, when we avoid working out, which I don't think I've worked out once since the beginning of the new year, we naturally lose muscles. And it takes time and consistency to build those physical muscles back up. And I think it's the same with our gratitude muscles. Gratitude takes practice. And when I reach down and feel my stomach, it's a reminder to me that I shouldn't have eaten that whole uh, thing of ice cream that I did last night, that I need to eat healthier. And when, some, when I'm sensing less joy than, than I should or sensing that I need to be more grateful, I think that I, I'm not feeling you know, as thankful and content that that's just a reminder for me to spend more time practicing or working out the gratitude muscle. And there's lots of ways we can do this. At the beginning of the day, we can say five things we're grateful for. We can write them down. We can journal them. We can incorporate them into a breath prayer of slowing down our breathing and, and worshiping God with like a, a something I'm grateful for every exhale. We can remember the gospel of grace every morning. We can read scripture and just meditate on what Jesus did and made possible for us. And so that, that leads me you know, the practice into my second thought, which is that gratitude naturally leads us into worship. They're so connected. And First Thessalonians gives us amazing insight here. It says in chapter 5, 16 to 18, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When we reflect on the goodness of God, the only response is rejoicing. The dialogue of prayer brings us into the present worship and communion with our Father, and then rooted in His faithfulness, we're able to give thanks in all the circumstances that we come across throughout the day. Gratitude looks a lot like worship. When I'm really meditating or thinking on the goodness of God and His love, the natural response is gratitude. That This worship, this thinking of the goodness of God and this can look all kinds of ways, but most all gratitude should lead to us worshiping the source of all the gifts. Which leads me to my last point that I've been thinking about, and that is my desire to be grateful in struggles. God is a good and loving God who knows what's best for me. He is a God who redeems good and bad and is constantly at work. Therefore, I want to be more grateful for his sovereignty in the moment of the struggle, not just in the blessings or on the outcome that I was hoping for. Last night, Emily and I were pretty sad. We, we, were, we were sad and disappointed in hearing about a poor decision that one of our kids made. And I, I really do believe that God is at work in the good and the bad 
that he's working to restore and redeem in all circumstances, which is worthy of praise and thanksgiving. If he's at work in all circumstances, then it's worthy to praise him and thank, thank him for the work he's doing, even if I don't see it or it's different than I expect. When I thank him in all circumstances, that also forces me to leave the timing and the outcomes to him. So if he knows what's best and we can trust him with our lives, then I want to be more thankful in all circumstances. When, and when difficulty or struggles happen, I want to trust more quickly uh, and, and be reminded of and worshipful and thankful that I know he's working that his timing's best, and in difficulty and struggles, we can find this thankfulness and contentment, which I haven't been great at. And I think this is just rooted in trust in God. It feels like trust is the bridge between our circumstances, good and bad, and gratitude. When, when I bring my circumstances to God and I trust him with them, the natural response is gratitude that I have a good and loving father, that I can trust him with these circumstances. Because... I can't, I can't experience gratitude in especially the bad circumstances if I don't trust God, that God is a good and a loving Father who is sovereign and always at work. That is why trust allows me to, like Paul says in Thessalonians, rejoice always and give thanks in all circumstances, trusting that it's God's will for me in Christ Jesus. So as I conclude, I want to leave you with a challenge. Let's practice gratitude, thankfulness, and worship in an unfavorable outcome. Something happens, it doesn't turn out the way that we hoped, and we practice thankfulness, worship, and, un- and, and gratitude. Think about it. When was the last time you, you express, uh, express gratitude and worship for something that didn't go your way? Reflecting on moments of apparent disappointment reveals uh, the depth of how much we trust God. We get to practice that. And so when it doesn't go our way, we, we get to lean into that disappointment and even trust him with that. So difficulty becomes, or disappointment becomes a trigger, a, a reminder for us to go to our all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving Father and Find the peace and the contentment in knowing that we are his. Therefore, the difficulty and the outcomes are also his. And it's in these situations that our gratitude, hopefully my gratitude, will become a tangible expression of my faith, acknowledging that God's plans are higher than ours. That Paul's teachings on gratitude and contentment get to remind us that regardless of the outcomes, positive or negative, Our hearts can be transformed by the power of this practice or spiritual rhythm of gratitude. And as Emily and I were talking about this disappointment, this sadness of a kid making a bad decision, the peace that replaced the sadness when we were thankful to God and we we trusted God with his timing and what he's doing and his power to redeem even that situation in the heart of my kid was a beautiful reminder of what he has for us in this peace and the freedom of the good news. So thanks for being a part of this True Face Tribe. Like, subscribe, share these podcasts, and I'll see you next time.